reading from Hebrews chapter 13, verses 8 through 16. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by eating ceremonial foods, which is of no benefit to those who do so. We have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore. For here we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for a city that is to come. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. morning once again. Again, we're thankful that you're here worshiping with us today. Uh, I was thinking as, uh, I had not planned to say this, but uh, I was thinking as uh, he was leading that song that through the storm, he is Lord, Lord of all. Um, sometimes it's very difficult in the storms of life to keep our heads focused and to keep our, our eyes on Jesus. I, uh, I was reminded as we were singing there of of we were fishing at Lake Erie and uh, we threw the anchor out the front of the boat. There's a very small walkway around to the front of the boat uh, to put that anchor out. Uh, the anchor was, was in good. My, my dad only gave us like one chance to put it out uh, and then he switched to the other son. So I was always, I wasn't always the first pick, but I, sometimes I got to put that anchor out. So we were at, I had the anchor out and the uh, storm was coming in. And he was always very good about getting us in. Even if we were catching fish, we were like, hey, let's stay a little longer. Um, he would say, the storm is coming, we got, we got to go. One particular day, a storm was coming, and we, I went, went to, uh, sent me up to get the anchor out. And the anchor was firmly holding at a point where I did not want it to firmly hold anymore because we were trying to go. I was pulling it, we were yanking it, and doing all the things that we knew to do. Dad even like put the boat in gear to move it the other way to, so the boat would pull it with the motor. And my dad was getting very upset with me that I wasn't getting it, getting it unhooked. And, uh, and it was holding. At that point, the hold was not beneficial for us. <laughs> the water was coming over the front. We were get, I was getting soaked. Uh, dad was very, very unhappy. And uh, finally, it broke loose. We pulled it up and got it in. We got in to the shore and I thought, I thought about how important it was for that anchor to hold while we were sitting there trying to fish, but how important it was that it needed to move when we needed to move. I was gonna let the rope go and my dad said, you will not let that rope go. That is my anchor. That's <laughs> and I would have bought another anchor gladly to get off of the front of the boat. But, but it held and it was important. And as we continue this series of uh, Jesus is Lord, Lord of all, uh, I couldn't help but think of, of the song, Jesus is Lord, 
how we sing that and it binds us together and, and reminds us of that great thought, that great knowledge that Jesus is Lord. And, and what does it matter? What does it matter that Jesus is Lord? I think we've heard over the last several weeks about how much it does matter that Jesus is Lord, that he is our Redeemer, that he is our Savior, that he is our peace, he is our rock, he is our anchor in the time of, of storm, in the time of peace, and we must hold on to that. On our Thursday night, or on our Wednesday night class, um, I don't know where Thursday came from, uh, but Wednesday night class, we've been studying the book of Hebrews, and this last week, I thought this, this, this part of this, this study went well with where we were going today, that Jesus, is, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I want you to think quickly, and I don't think it'll take very long, about what else in your life is yesterday, today, and forever. Most of the things in our lives are pretty fleeting. Most of the things are pretty fleeting. We do have relationships that we hold on to and we love, and those are important to us. But most everything else in our lives are fleeting by us, and they go by very quickly. There are very few things that are stable and, and sturdy. And Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And we are warned in Hebrews not to be carried away by all, by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace. We need to hold on to the teachings of Christ. We need to hold on to the teachings of, of a God who came to earth to live here to show us his Father and to show us what is how to live life and how to live in the right way. Um, it says, therefore, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. We talked about on Wednesday night what it means to praise. And it means to adore, to admiration. And we think about that. We've, it's a word we use quite a bit. But what does it mean to praise or adore? and especially someone as, as important in our lives as the Lord. We need to lift our lives. We need to give of ourselves. We need to give of our time and our efforts to praise the Lord and let others hear that. Uh, we can do it through our lives. We can do it through our actions. But we also have to verbalize it and say that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is King, that he is the King of my life. And we're going to talk a little more about that in a minute. To help you get started with that, we're going to read from Psalm 136. I'm going to read some claims, and then you're going to read the red part that says his love endures forever. Let's practice that. His love endures forever. Practice that again. His love endures forever. I want you to, be, I want you to say that firmly and confidently as I read these things. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords. To him alone does great wonders. Who by his understanding made the heavens. Who spread the earth upon the waters. His, his, he, there, I was saying. Who made the great lights. And the sun to govern the day. The moon and stars to govern the night. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt. 
and brought Israel out of them. And with a mighty hand and outstretched arm, to him who divided the Red Sea asunder, and brought Israel through the midst of it, but swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea, to him has led his people through the wilderness. He remembers us in our lowest state and freed us from our enemies. He gives us food to every he gives food to every creature. Give thanks to the, the God of the heavens. Thank you for participating. But more than that, to realize those great things that the Lord God has done. What he has done in, in history, what he's doing currently in our lives, those are the things that we have to remember that his love endures forever. Remember from Hebrews, he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And to hold on to that with all that you have. We're reminded in Deuteronomy chapter 10, starting with verse 12, that we need to be respectful and be in awe of the Lord. It actually says to fear the Lord, to have a great respect for him. And by doing so, when we do so, we're, we're opening up our lives, we're opening up our hearts to him to lift that up. And as we, as we said those words, his love endures forever, we're praising him. Those are words of praise to recognize what he has done. So in Deuteronomy chapter 10, it says, And now, Israel, what does the Lord ask, the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, and to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today for your own good. To fear the Lord your God and walk in obedience to him. Who are the people that we walk in obedience to? As growing up, we had our parents. All of us had our parents to walk in obedience to. I, I've, uh, I had great parents. I still have great parents. I'm blessed to still have them in my life. I have an opportunity to, to look back now and see some of those things that, as I was growing up, that I thought were cruel and unusual punishment were out of love for me. Like we had to be in our yard when the streetlight came on. And when that streetlight was on, we had better be in that front yard. And I've said before, our front yard was the worst in the street because everybody would come to our house because they wanted to hang out with us and play in our yard. And they knew we had to be in by the streetlight. Um, we didn't have free reign of the car. We didn't have uh, free reign to go wherever we wanted to uh, until we were uh, uh, 18. And uh, at, at 18, when it was time for me to go to OSU, to go to OSU, um, my parents just didn't slide a car over. <laughs> that wasn't in our household. We had to buy, I had to buy a car. Uh, my first car was an AMC Hornet. Look it up, very ugly, crazy looking car. Um, and its oil filter was a roll of toilet paper, which is very interesting as well. But anyway, um, I learned from my parents that I had responsibilities, and I feared my parents, not out of shaking, and, except for the, when the statement, wait, wait till your father gets home. Uh, I didn't fear them, but I had great respect for them because I loved them, I knew they loved me, they wanted what was best for me. So God is asking us the same thing. Uh, from, from Deuteronomy, it says, um, 
to walk in obedience and to love him and serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. To the King of kings, to the Lord of lords, we offer our lives, we offer our service. Continuing with that verse from 17, it says, For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, mighty, awesome, and awesome who shows no partiality, accepts no bribes. He defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow. He loves the foreigner residing among you, giving them food and clothing. You are to love those who are foreigners, uh, for you yourselves were once foreigners in Egypt. We are to express our love for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords by doing as he did, by serving those who are, 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 are helpless, by the lost, the lonely, those in trouble. We are to, to reach out to those. We're also to reach out to those who sit among us, to, 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 to share with each other in our lives, to, to be blessed and be a blessing to others. Um, I took Nick this week. Uh, we went to see Yvonne Campbell, and we, we should all say hello, hello to Yvonne. Uh, she, is, uh, she loves to, to be a part of our services on Sunday, and, uh, and, and she reached into his life and had just this conversation, like, I, like I'm still here, Yvonne. <laughs> uh, but she reached into him and just, it was all about Nick for a couple minutes and talking to him. And uh, it was beautiful to, to, see, to see that. Uh, Yvonne, of course, is, is a widow, a new widow at 98, uh, but she's a widow. She's, she's missing her husband. And we have others, uh, Cloya, if we get to visit Cloya, and many and some other people as well. So it was a beautiful couple of days of being able to reach out to those who, who uh, God reminds us to reach out to. But the, but the important part of these words here are from verse 17, is that he is the Lord of lords, God of gods, Lord of lords, and he shows no partiality except no bribes. There's nobody who can do better than somebody else. You can't offer more money, you can't offer more gifts, you can't offer more talents. We are all the same in God's sight. And we have that opportunity to, to use our gifts and talents to reach out to all people, uh, whether they can help us back or not. Verse 20, it says, Fear the Lord your God and serve him. Hold fast to him and take your oaths to his name. He is the one, he is the one you praise. He is your God who performed for you those great and awesome wonders that you saw with your own eyes. Your ancestors who went down into Egypt uh, were 70 at all, and now the Lord your God has made, um, made you as numerous as the stars of the sky. Follow God, and he will, he will uh, obey his, he will uh, fulfill his promises to you. He will lift you up, and he will help you to see his story as it unfolds. Uh, we learned in Hebrews chapter 11 and 12 through the great catalog of faith, we learned that all of those folks did not receive what they were promised, though they kept their eyes on it and they were focused on it. And you and I need to, to do the same thing, keep our focus on God and keep our eyes upon him so that we can uh, receive our reward even though um, in, in our lifetime or in our eternity. One of the great songs of our life, of our time, uh, is the Hallelujah Chorus. Uh, how many of you know the Hallelujah Chorus? How many of you have sang it, had opportunity to sing it? I would love to sing it some Christmas Eve here. Uh, that could be a lofty goal. <laughs> but uh, as, as you flip the next slide there, uh, what a beautiful 
hymn of praise. I've never seen the Messiah, uh, Handel's Messiah. I would love to see that as well. Um, but this song, the Hallelujah Chorus, I learned when I was in high school. And during the Christmas concert in high school, you, they would, we would sing it, and they would invite all the former choir members to come up and join. And then, of course, as you sing it, all, all people are to stand uh, because of, of the majesty of singing the hallelujah to, to, to God. And it starts off just by hallelujahs and hallelujahs. For the Lord God omnipotent reigns. And I hear it in my head as I, I say it to you. I'd love to sing it, but I would not sing it for you this morning. There are so many parts. And it says, and he shall reign forever and ever. King of kings and Lord of lords. King of kings and Lord of lords. And he shall reign forever and ever. Forever and ever. King of kings and Lord of lords. It probably cannot be emphasized enough that that, who, that is who God is to us. That's who the Lord Jesus Christ is. That there should be nobody above him, nobody beside him. Just King of King, Lord Jesus Christ, and our Father in heaven. This morning I want to play a song for you. Um, it's called King of My Heart. I, uh, we've sung it at uh, some youth rallies and some other events, and one day we'll sing it here as well. If you know it, you're welcome to sing it along as it plays. It's an a cappella version, and uh, the, the words will be up there. I'd like you to think about the words as they're played. I'd like you to envision those and, and put them into your heart, and, and we'll talk about it in just, just a second. Let the king of my heart be the mountain where I run, the fountain I drink from, oh, he is my song. Let the king of my heart be the shadow where I hide, the ransom for my life, oh, he is my song. You are good, good. Never gonna let, never gonna 
Verses there, it says, Be the mountain where I run, the fountain I drink from, he is my song. Um, Let the king of my heart be the shadow where I hide, the ransom for my life, he is my song. Let the king of my heart be the wind inside my sails, the anchor in the waves, oh, he is my song. Let the king of my heart be the fire inside my veins, the echo of my days, he is my song. King of our heart should be the one who drives us each day, who, who's the reason we get up and we look at the sky, whether it's sunny or whether it's cloudy, whether it's pouring rain, and we say, thank you, Lord, for another day. And we rise from that bed and we keep our eyes on him and we walk out of our doors. Uh, we, we go into a world that was very uncertain, very who knows what's going to happen <laughs> each day. And we, we walk fearlessly knowing that God is in our hearts, in our lives. We can stand in the midst of death. We can stand in the midst of sin. We can stand in the midst of uncertainty, knowing that God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and that he loves you. I am grateful. I'm grateful for the opportunity to to speak of this, I'm grateful for the opportunity to know that God is never going to let me down. Every person I know has let me down (laughs) one way or the other. Sometimes my expectations, sometimes it was something that somebody else did. But I can look into my relationship with Christ and I can see that he has always been there. And sometimes it takes a little while past an incident to see that God's hand was there, that God was there with you. Um, You never know why you have illness. We never know why we have pain. We never like or understand the fact that we have loss in our lives, that we lose people that we love. But we know that God has a plan and that God has a way for us. He's never going to let us down. In fact, he's going to lift us up. The Lord of Lords, the God of Gods, will continue to lift us up and to pull us together, bind us together, so that we can encourage each other and point each other toward him. That's our great purpose as a church, to point others to Christ. That's our purpose as Christians, to point each other to him and to point others outside to him as well. He is never going to let us down. He's the king of our hearts. 
So the purpose of, of some of this conversation today is about what our need for Christ and how we should live each day. But the other purpose is to help others through our lives, through our focus, through our determination to see Christ living within us. Um, it's an amazing thing what people see in our lives, even sometimes when we don't intend it to be seen. How they see the struggle, how they see the faithfulness, how they see the difference in your life because of Christ, and they're curious about that. I, I again, love to speak to older people or people who have been through the fire because they can speak of, of their victories in Jesus. They can see it. They know it. I love to, people who, to speak to people who have been through health issues to see how they felt God's peace and God's hand all the way through it. And we need to, to be those examples that people see, that we rely on God in such an incredible way that we live each day for him and that he's the, the fire inside our veins, the blood that, that keeps us going and keeps us moving. It keeps us focused on what is right and what is good and what we need to do. So are we going to fail? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to have days that, that we don't keep our eyes focused. But we need, that needs to be our purpose. That needs to be our goal to keep our eyes on the king of our heart. So the question is, as we finish, what, who, and what is the king of your heart? Is it the Lord of Lord and king of kings? Or is it, is it insert your name, Robin Weir, is that the king of your heart? Inserting your name, don't, don't insert my name there. <laughs> I have trouble enough with myself. <laughs> um, insert your name. Who is the king of your heart? And you gladly, happily turn your life over to him each day. Do you pick up your cross each day and follow him? I, I pray that that's your focus. I pray that that's my focus. And I pray that as we do it together, that we can encourage each other in such a way that we all land in the right place at the end time. We just need to keep our focus. God is faithful. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Are you? Am I? Are, am I faithful to what God has called me to do? Do I fear the Lord in such a way that I honor him in all that I do and all that I say and all that I write and all that I, all of my attitudes, are they focused the right way? It's a constant process and it's something we need to continually look for and do. This morning, if you, uh, if you feel you need some assurance of that king of your life, if you need some redirection, uh, I pray that you pray that you will ask God for that guidance and that help in your life. I pray if you've not identified Jesus as Lord, as king of your heart, that you have a conversation today with someone, that you let it be known that you are lost, you're floundering, you don't have that anchor that you need to hold on, because we need that anchor badly. The storm is tough, and it's not over. The storm is not over. You and I have life to face. I think of, uh, uh, I just think of lots of people in our lives that are, are in such a struggle, 
because they're at a different place in life than we are. And you and I need to reach out and to love and to serve in different ways. Is the king of your life who you live for? Is it Jesus? Think about it. Pray about it. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you this morning thankful, grateful, that many, many people in this room have you as the king and center of our lives. We know and we, we praise your name and give thanks to you. We praise your name because of what you've done in our lives, for the salvation you've given to us, to our souls, because of your son's sacrifice on the cross. And today, today, I ask that you would help each one of us to reaffirm that you are King of kings and Lord of lords, and that we have a focus and a fire within us to, to tell others about you, to send your love to the world around us. And our world is broad and wide-ranging. We have lots of opportunities each day. Help us to do what we can each day to reach the world for you, to show your great love and your great compassion for, for us and for your people. Father, we love you, and we're grateful for your love for us. Thank you for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have any need to publicly respond, publicly respond to the gospel this morning, please do so while we stand and sing.